to our guests this morning. Thank you very much for being with us today. For those who don't know me, I'm Mitch Hagens. I'm a member of this church. I actually grew up in this church and then returned several years ago. Uh, my church background includes um, an ordained deacon. I served for a number of years as the associate pastor at uh, Tacoma Falls College and the church that met on that college campus. I did that between business spurts. Uh, and, uh, and since leaving the college and the church in 2000, I've returned to business full-time, and today I uh, help hospitals in Canada improve the quality of care for patients. Uh, so my background um, uh, allows me um, to be here today, not because of anything that I am or have done, but only through the blood of Christ. And so on behalf of Pastor and Jeannie, thank you for being in worship today. I'd like you to consider a question, uh, a question that um, 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 for 2016, and that is, what is it that you like? What is it that you like? Uh, not love. That would be a different message, different topic. What is it that you like? And you may say, well, I like music. <clears throat> what genre of music? Do you like jazz? Do you like rock? You like heavy metal? You like blues? What do you like? Do you like shopping? You like shopping for antiques or clothes or automobiles or houses? Do you like shopping? Do you like to watch people? Uh, I, I, I go to the store sometimes. Uh, we live in Cumming, and uh, near us is a group of stores outside entrances called the Collection. And uh, when Donna goes, and Donna goes in particular stores, I sit on the bench outside, dutifully waiting and watching people. I like to watch people because you just don't know what you're going to see. The only thing better than watching people at this particular store, it, it, these group of stores, is watching people at Walmart. <laughs> you can spend a day at Walmart and watch people. Do you like to do that? In our home, uh, we like... Uh, grande peppermint hot chocolate with whipped. Grande is the size, peppermint is the flavor, hot chocolate is the product, and whip is the icing on top. It's a Starbucks product, and I know it by heart because I order it for Donna a lot. In our house, which means Donna's house, we like grande peppermint hot chocolate with whip. We like that. We gravitate toward things that we like. And the word like in recent years has taken on new meaning, especially in social media, especially on Facebook. It's very interesting to me that for those of us on social media and those of us on Facebook, you can watch a story of a puppy and a kitty cat and, 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 and your heart is warmed. You can see a soldier come back and surprise family and your heart is warmed. Uh, you, you, can, you, can, you can have all manner of like uh, on, on fun and interesting things, and you click a button that says you like it. You can read about the passing of a famous person. You can read about an earthquake in East Asia, and you still have one response. <laughs> it's like. It doesn't mean you're liking the fact that somebody passed or liking the earthquake, but it is an acknowledgement. 
The word like today in social media is an acknowledgement that I read something, thought something, something I saw, I engaged with it. That's the like. I engaged with it. And so this morning, I want us to think about what we're prepared to engage in, what we're prepared to like for 2016, what you and I as believers are prepared to engage in for 2016. Before we go any further, let's ask God's blessing. Father, we thank you for the time that we have now to look at your word. A familiar passage, Father, something that is well-worn and well-known. Help us to look at it, Father, in the lens of what we're going to do with it. What we're going to say about it. What we're going to think about it. And most of all, what we're going to share about it. We give you all the praise for our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. So as you were coming in this morning, and as you looked at the screen this morning, you saw, um, like us on Facebook. We make no apology. We have a Facebook page as a church. We launched that little bit three years ago in February. And today, as we sit here, nearly 4,400 people have deliberately, intentionally liked our Facebook page. You say, well, there's not 4,400 people here. Well, that's all right. These are people all over the world that at some point encountered our Facebook page and deliberately liked our Facebook page. Now, on the page, since, um, since Veterans Day, since November the 11th, we have put on that page, is that me or is that you? Okay. We have put on that page um, scripture texts, things that will create thought, um, things that will, um, I'll just stand behind here, Ben, if you want to talk us back. Things that will cause us to think about our faith and about our belief structure. And uh, what I'd like to do this morning is I want to do like the David Letterman Top Ten. For those of you who remember David Letterman, he was on for some years and he would always do a top ten. It was kind of funny, kind of hokey. Uh, this is not intended to be funny or hokey, but I'm going to start with the top ten of the likes uh, since Veterans Day. And actually, I'm going to give you a bonus. Number 11 is the one that will come up first. Uh, number 11 is, um, it will come up. Ah, there we go. Number 11 is a Christmas picture of our sanctuary. Uh, more than 115 people deliberately, intentionally clicked like. They thought it was pretty. We had many comments about this as being a, a beautiful place, a nice place. But you and I understand that it's brick and mortar. You and I understand that while people may like the appearance of that, it has nothing to do with the output of a church body. It has nothing to do with the work of Christ in this place or not. But it's pretty. It's pretty to look at. And so number 10, uh, this had a more than 130 likes. Ben, if you'll change uh, to the next one, please. Uh, this is a, a, a statement. God has a plan for your life. The enemy has a plan for your life. Be ready for both. Be wise enough to know which one to battle and which one to embrace. <laughs> Thought-provoking. 
We always talk about the plan of God for our life. Satan has a plan for our life as well. It's to distract us, to take us away from the things of Christ. Uh, the next, uh, excuse me, the next one, Ben. You'll know that uh, there are going to be a number of these from the holiday season that people thought were good. Uh, this had 156 people who deliberately, intentionally clicked like. There were many comments, and many people forwarded this on to their own Facebook pages. But this is Luke 2.10 from the Christmas story. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Please remember that phrase, all people, as we come to number one. The, the concept of all people, of you and me, and those in this room and the many that are not in this room. The concept of all people. Uh, number eight is next, and probably uh, one of the most recognized phrases and song titles from Bill and Gloria Gaither. Because he lives, uh, we can face tomorrow. It, it is that affirmation that founded in Christ, we can move forward, no matter what forward looks like. Uh, 171 people deliberately, intentionally like this, and again, many forwarded this to friends on their own Facebook pages and a number of comments. And as you might imagine, uh, some of them are not scriptural at all. The next one that Ben is going to help us with is um, a Christmas without Christ is just a mess and a broken ornament there. We had 171 people who thought that was important. Important enough to hit like and pass on to their friends on Facebook. There's not a scriptural text per se. It's not citing a, a text from Matthew or Luke or John. It, it, it's not. But we do understand that it has the concept of Christ at the center of a holiday. And if you think back about Christmas, and the thing I noticed about Christmas is People, people talked about the process. They talked about the gifts. They talked about the shopping. They talked about the dinners and the parties and the people. But they didn't always talk about the person. They didn't always talk about Jesus. And if you think about it, it's easy to do in our culture today, in our holiday we call Christmas, to leave Christ out. And without it, it's just another, another thing, uh, a mess. Uh, we, we talk about, Ben, uh, we talk about um, um, uh, God opening doors for us. 177 people like this. Until God opens the next door, praise Him in the hallway. I kind of like that one myself. I may have clicked like about that one. We don't always have the door open in front of us. You know the old adage, when God closes a door, He opens a window. Sometimes neither one happen in a timely manner. Sometimes they don't happen in a way that you and I would recognize. We need to praise God wherever we find ourselves. And sometimes that's a hallway. And sometimes it's a basement. Or an attic. Or a dark place. Uh, the next one is uh, 199 people like this one. This is um, one of those phrases that you see sometimes on billboards where... Um, where um, um, I, I love you, uh, sign God. It's that kind of thing. It's long, it's lengthy, I'll not read it all, but the bolded words, I'm right there where you are. If you take a moment from your list of things to do and listen to your heart, 
you'll find I'm waiting there for you. You're the reason I came. Love Jesus. For those of us as believers, that's not new information. It's put differently. It's framed differently. It's not a scriptural text, but isn't that the reason he came? All people, you, me. And sometimes do we listen? Sometimes do we speak? He came for you, and he came for me. And 200 people like that one. And the next one is a scripture text from Psalm. Uh, a well-worn psalm, 215 people like this. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. I will never be shaken. Do you think some of those that we talked about today with prayer concerns... Especially the one in turmoil. Do you think they might be shaken? Yes. Is the goal not to be? Yes. Is the blood of Christ sufficient? Absolutely. The psalm is this particular one. 200, more than 200 people thought, this means something. I can engage with that. I can see something there. I'm going to click like. The next one feeds on that one, which says, uh, when God is the reason to live, you never have a reason to quit. If he is our fortress, and he is our strength, according to the psalmist, then we don't have reason to quit. And 215 people thought that meant something. They liked it. They engaged it. They read it. They did something with it. Uh, number two on the list is 241 people. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The great phrase from Philippians. I can do all things. Well, how is that possible? Because he is my fortress. I will not quit. I can do all things. And in that measure, 241 people thought that that was worth an engagement. That was worth something to them. But by far and away, and we had a drum roll, we do a drum roll right now, by far and away, nearly 400 people engaged in the final slide. This is number one. Nearly 400 people, and you say, well, that doesn't sound like a lot of people. Well, it, it is people who thought enough to click a like button in social media. Is that a bellwether of our faith? I'm not trying to position it that way. I'm trying to, I want us to understand that liking something is very important. Loving things, absolutely. But we behave differently when we like something. And so this is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him, there's that concept, everyone, whomever, shall not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. But let me read verse 17 and verse 18 for us today. For God did not send in his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. 
But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. So there's a lot to like in this verse. Let's start with the first two words, for God, because God, since God. Whatever translation you read in front of you or that you're aware of from your background, because God. It starts with God. The concept of salvation started with God. It didn't start with you and me. It started with God. And that's something that you and I can like. That our salvation as believers is not predicated on anything about us, but everything to do with God. And why would God do that? Why would God be the point of salvation, the Genesis point of salvation? Because he loved. For God so loved. He loved so much. He loved endlessly. He loved, he continues to love, he will always love is the construct of the verb in Greek. It is an ongoing love, and that's to be liked. We can like someone who loves us endlessly. How do I know that? Well, did you see the people that open gifts at Christmas? Did you see the looks on faces around your tree or on Facebook or in family photos? Did you see the look of people who were receiving love? Did you see the smiles? Did you see the bright eyes? Did you see the outward manifestation, tangible manifestation in gifts? Did you see that? The answer is yes, you did. That's something to be liked and something to be valued, something that you and I can engage in. And who did God love? Did he love you? Did he love me? Did he love those in the room? Did he love people who go to church? Did he love people who don't worship him? Did he love people who um, abuse his name? Did he love the world? God's love, endless love, was directed at the world. And there's a lot going on in the world. One of the things about social media, there's a study that was done with students at the University of Michigan, done in the last 18 months. And uh, what it's basically, the basic construct is that if you spend more than an hour, an hour a day, on Facebook, that's the social media in the study, there are others, but if you spend an hour a day in Facebook, you would leave more discouraged and more depressed than when you started. You understand how that's true. You see things, you read things, they're real time, they're current. Some of them are uplifting and wonderful and many are not. That is the world in which you find yourself and I find myself and the power of God, the point of salvation started with God because he loved the world. Good, bad, evil, indifferent, worshiping and not, he loved the world. And I can like that. I can like the fact that God loved the world. And then what did he do because he loved the world? 
he gave his son. A, a tangible demonstration. It's one thing to say that I love you. It's one thing to say that you're very special to me, that you're the one and only for me. It's one thing to say it, and quite another to demonstrate it. And God, in his love, demonstrated the gift of Christ. He gave something precious. That's the demonstration of love. Dom and I, um, I um, the story is uh, uh, my background uh, when I was in this church early in my life, and I look at Bill as he, he would know, uh, I, I, uh, um, I don't know how to describe myself other than um, I, I didn't always follow the rules. And I did some things that weren't, um, that, the long and the short of it is I had to ask Donna's dad three different times for her hand in marriage. <laughs> because I was not predictable in a good way. Three times. Three times. And I don't know whether I wore him down or he figured he, well, I wasn't going to go away. But the third time, he and Nancy said yes. And so what do you do? Well, you go and propose. And uh, I did that on a Valentine's uh, weekend. And, um, I, and, and what did I do when I proposed? When I was finally allowed to do that, I gave her a ring. Now, uh, this is 1977, so quite some time ago, but at the time, the ring was uh, 700 and some dollars. I didn't have 700 and some dollars, but I did want to impress her. I did want to show that I loved her. So you take out a loan and you buy the ring and off you go. It's worked out pretty well since. But when we say we love someone, tangible demonstration of that. What does that really mean? It's tangible. And God turned his love tangible in the person of Christ. That anyone in the world who believes would not perish, but would have everlasting life. The thing that we have to understand is we all will have everlasting life. Every living, breathing person on earth today has everlasting life. The difference is, where will you spend that everlasting life? And the blood of Christ is the bridge between my sin and your sin and a loving Father who initiated salvation because he loved us. Not just us, but those who will decline him. Those who will say no thank you. Those who worship other gods. And those who are called away from true God into religions today that, that take them away from Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stand condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one 
and only Son. So let me close with this, going back to the concept of like. It's not about a Facebook page, although that's an example. It's not about social media, although that's one way to move the gospel broader, faster, quicker than ever before. No, the concept of like is now up to you and me. What are you going to do and what will I do with the things that we like? If you think, if you think about uh, things that you like, don't you tend to do it more? Donna loves chocolate, i.e. the peppermint uh, hot chocolate with whip. Anything chocolate, Donna will eat. Anything chocolate. Uh, I didn't know there's a 10-pound bag of chocolate morsels until I found it in my pantry. I didn't know they made a 10-pound bag of chocolate morsels. The little bitty chocolate morsels, they make a 10-pound bag. I'm fortunate to have one in my pantry. We lose a pound or so every, every so often. Donna loves chocolate, but she likes chocolate. She's going to keep doing chocolate. She's going to engage in chocolate. Anything chocolate, Donna will do. But isn't that you and me? If we like something, don't we engage with it? And don't we stick with the things that we like? You may have a favorite restaurant. And when you go to that favorite restaurant, do you order the same thing? Do you find yourself ordering the same thing? After church on Sundays, we sometimes go to a Hardee's. Now that it's back open, we sometimes go to Hardee's. I order the Monster Burger. I'm thinking it's, it's, it's protein. I'm thinking it's healthy for me. It's two big patties with cheese and bacon. I'm sure it's not healthy, but I think it's healthy because I don't eat the bun. <laughs> Donna orders two hot dogs with chili, fries, and we both have a drink. It's the same place, the same food. The same thing because we like it. We stick with it. Do you tend to remember it? The things you like, do you tend to remember? The people around you, do they like flowers? Do they like candy? Do they like a card? Do they like appreciation? Do they like what is it that they like? Don't you find that you remember what people like? What you like, you remember it. And last, the things you like, don't you share? My mother um, um, had a recipe for sweet potato casserole. It's a fairly standard sweet potato casserole, but because my mother's name on it um, um, in, in, at home, our children want that recipe. Do, do, when you like a recipe, don't you pass it around? When you like a clothing store, don't you tell people about it? When you like a church, wouldn't you share it? The point of the conversation this morning isn't about social media, Facebook, or the likes of people on our Facebook page. The point is, what's not to like about a God who initiated salvation? What's not to like about a God who did that because he loves the world. What's not to like about a God who sent his son so that you and I, upon belief, upon belief, can spend eternity with him? What's not to like? And if you like it, wouldn't you stick with it?
Wouldn't you remember it? Wouldn't you share it? So the key for us, as we now move into 2016, is what are you going to do with what you like? Who will you tell? How will you share? If this is a like button, will you press the like button? For those in our families, those in our businesses, those in our neighborhoods, those that are acquaintances, and those that are sitting here today, wouldn't you press like? What's not to like about salvation through Jesus Christ? Let's pray. Now God, you've given us a great gift, a mighty gift. And it is not because of who we are or what we've done. It's simply because you loved us. And what's not to like about that? Uh, Father, uh, the gift is broad. <laughs> it applies to anyone and everyone. What's not to like about that? And Father, it uh, allows us eternity with you. <laughs> what's not to like? So, Father, as your people contemplate your word from John 3, 16, 17, and 18, help us to be thoughtful this week and the coming days about what we do with that. If we like it, we'll remember it. We'll stick with it. We'll share it, is my prayer. Lord, thank you for this day and your goodness to each of us. Keep us safe. Bless our homes. Protect us, Father, for the sake of your Son, Jesus. Amen. So as Bill comes and, uh, and leads us, um, what I'd like you to do today is I'd like you to think through John 3.16. The application to your life and to my life, but more importantly, the application to lives that aren't in this room today. And I'd like you to, to do that in a, in a very thoughtful way. Uh, please sing, please, please engage. But I'd like you to do that in a very personal way. Um, there are cards, um, and if not today, next week, there are cards as you come into the sanctuary. Uh, they're simple little cards, and it allows people to engage with us. If there's something that we can do for you as a church, a way that we can minister to you, a way that we can enable you, comfort you, support you in transferring what you like to others, please let us know. Please use those cards. Help us understand what we can do to serve you and help you bring others to the kingdom of Christ this year.